Hello, we're the 1975, and you're watching Front Row Live Entertainment. Hey guys, Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. We're hanging out here at the Troubadour with my new buddies, Maddie and George of 1975. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Good, good, good. Now, yesterday was a big break for you guys. Tell me about your experience with uh, Conan. Yeah, it was crazy. We had, um, we had one of those moments where we were like, why are we here? We shouldn't be here. This is all too much. It was great, man. He's very tall. He's like one of the tallest people that I've met. Oh, wow. And you don't realize he's taller than George. It was lovely. Yeah, he is pretty tall. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty tall. I wasn't right? expecting that. Yeah, I know, right? But that wasn't the most no, that poignant wasn't, no, observation. That, that, didn't, that, that, didn't, that didn't define the experience. Really cool. <laughs> I liked the whole thing, man. It was crazy. That was like our first proper TV, especially in America. And it's a big one to do. And um, I think it's just a representation of how far we've come how, and how fast it's been. It's cool. Isn't it kind of ironic how you guys have been doing music and it was mainly for you guys. You guys didn't really care to be in the limelight. And then all of a sudden this year has been blowing up for you guys. Yeah, I suppose it is ironic, but it's, it's probably because that's what should happen, really. I think people just invest in anything that has... A, a certain level of humanity mm-hmm. you know honesty will always out and I think the fact that we have been together for so long does provide a bit of irony due, due to the acceleration of popularity but yeah. it, it's mainly I think def- it, that, that's our defining quality you know the, the amount of time that we've been together and how much we've been able to invest in the short time that we've been around in people's True. perception now you know we're, we're getting really close to the debut album release um how different will the album be from the music that we've already been hearing, especially the singles Chocolate and Sex and The City? Well, it's different. In the UK, we put out like four EPs in it. So it was... Yeah, but th- those tracks you just mentioned, those are the ones that are on the album. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the singles from the EPs, they're, they're on the album. But um, all the other tracks from the EPs were kind of put together after the album was actually written to surround the lead tracks from the EPs to kind of... Yeah give a story and a, and a prelude into the album so it's not too dissimilar in terms of those tracks but um in terms of the record it's very it's it's kind of it's quite big it's it's quite ambitious it's kind of romantic and just just big kind of yeah. dressed up dressed up pop songs really there's a, there's a big stylistic polarity in everything that we do i think it would be i think it's expected of us for the album to sound slightly different from the other stuff i wouldn't say sonically it sounds much different from the the songs chocolate or the city or sex but stylistically like everything song to song it's all different mm. and I, I also noticed on the album uh, track 10 actually it's robbers and uh, initially robbers was the the song back in 2009 that actually got you guys really heard uh, yeah. got attention so yeah. uh, did that song change did you, uh, from did you, uh, doing my research <laughs> so did, did the song change from 09 to the new album now yeah. or yeah not fundamentally but yeah st- style wise stylistically it changed a lot in regards to and sonically it changed a lot but the heart of that song and the core of that song was one of the first things that made us realize that we could actually be a real band yeah, so we wanted to first thing that was on the album yeah the, la- the oldest song on the album yeah the oldest song yeah, on the album as well. yeah and you guys are the main uh, writers for for everything for the band right so what what's it like in the studio with you guys yeah i mean we don't really talk about how how we write we wouldn't like to subserviate the other guys position in the band because mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to have the environment to write in if they didn't supply that for us and okay. we do write for them um what's it like being in the studio with us i suppose we kind of think of ourselves a bit like 
Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's what we go for. He's the that, producer. That sounds George, about right. George is hands-on and George is a sound designer and is very knowledgeable about recording techniques and is very savvy in regards to understanding how he produces music. I stand there and dance and he translates what I'm telling him in, and he actualizes it. And that's why we have a good relationship. But some producers like working with me because I do consider myself a producer. Mm. But I don't like to get my hands. I don't touch stuff. Yeah. I can like move faders, but I don't start <laughs> like getting involved in like setting microphones up and stuff. But um, but yeah. So it's it, we're. I wouldn't like to be in the studio with us if I wasn't working on one of our records though, because we'd be a nightmare. We'd probably just be bored. Though. <laughs> we wouldn't do it. I was actually really curious looking at the track listing. The final track, sixteen. Uh, is there somebody that can watch you? Uh, Tell me about that song. What's that song about? It's a sad song, that is. Um. We'd finished the album last year. Well, beginning of this year, we'd kind of recorded the majority of it, and then we'd spent the, the whole of this year just getting it right. And we went to America, but about, about a month ago, we got back and we realized that there was one element of the album that was missing, and it was a really kind of raw moment. And in the time that this band's got popular, my... Um, I don't talk loads about my personal life, but for example, my parents have separated and they, we've sold my family house, the house that we, we started out in as a band. Mm. And I've got a little brother who still lives there. And um, yeah, I don't get to see him anymore. We haven't been home since we were home in January and then we went back for a couple of days at the beginning of June. And now we don't really go home until December. So it's just a song of me hoping that there's somebody to watch my little brother. That, that's interesting because we have a little brother as well and he's usually with me at all times and usually whenever I schedule things I worry about his schedules and yeah. who's going to watch him for that's example exactly, exactly, before I do mine so exactly I, I get and that's want. kind of prolonged because it's just so um, exaggerated because I'm literally I've literally left mm. I, don't, I literally am not there anymore so maybe so that that'll be the main song that'll stick to me on the record I hope so <laughs> So you were mentioning you guys are going to be tour on tour throughout the year. October uh, is the headline tour. Um, has there been an announcement on who you guys might be thinking of bringing out? I know you guys have been touring with the neighborhood a lot. Oh, we couldn't we couldn't get the neighborhood to open up for us over here. We might do that in the UK. There's work talk of that in the UK, but um, I don't know. We haven't thought about it yet. Where there'll definitely be a DJ. Yeah, it'll be some. It'll be our friends for sure. It'll be our friends. Probably a trap DJ. Okay, and we'll definitely be expecting the whole record, I assume. Not the whole record, probably. We'll probably play the majority of the album and certain songs off the EPs that we know that people want to hear. Okay. Not only because there's certain elements of the album that maybe there is that aren't ready to play yet. We simply don't have the time. <laughs> you guys had a lot of opportunities to go on tour with a lot of bigger names. Um, you guys declined them because of your personal focuses and, and stuff like that. How, as a as a band? How are you guys able to do that? I mean, anybody else would have dropped everything and, you know, well, lived the dream. With, tour with Rihanna. Rihanna or what What was it? 30 Seconds to Mars, Paramore, um, oh Arctic Monkeys. Saving. Yeah. This goes on. <laughs> That's crazy, right? I don't know, man, because we're not, like, it's not why we're doing you just, it. You just killed everyone's dream. That's not why we're doing it. <laughs> to be honest, it was less of a, it was never really kind of like a decision made on oh, well, what we thought was right for the band. Well, yeah, that sounds wrong it was but uh, but the fact of the matter was we were on the wrong side of the world to make a decision to go on tour with Rihanna because yeah. we already had a tour booked in in the US that was the neighbourhood tour that's the point that you're making we're, we're not there to, we're not here to 
support other bands we want that's yeah. cool we'd love to no, and we're very awesome. flattered we're really flattered by it and the, and if certain offer like by that point there was there was a, actually a quite a big build-up to that tour amongst mm -hmm. that scene of people who were so excited that us two bands were going out together that we were just that all those offers were pretty much across when that tour was yeah it was be. pretty much like over a two-week period we got over those offers and the fact of the matter is is that we're here f if people are investing in our music now we've had our band for 10 years years if we went on tour with Rihanna to be honest that would be an indulgent decision for us yeah. and we owe it to the people that have just found out about our band yeah. instead of like going on tour with Rihanna because it would be wicked like, it would be fun and it would be great but we're here we're the 1975 yeah, but, but see that's that's the amazing part because that's what that's what you know defines you as you guys are really here for the music and because you love your fans or whatnot yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not here to just you know make billions and, and listen, if the right offer comes long then that's totally great and we'll do that if it's going to be a good investment for everybody but we're not just going to like go and like play with pop stars at nightclubs yeah. we don't have time for that yeah, we've got records to like, make you know? i like that it sounds like a, cli <laughs> a cliche to like turn down turn down big names but it's not we didn't it dramatically didn't turn them down either. We were very much like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that wasn't the case. We were scared about people <laughs> kind of finding out that we weren't going to do any of these things. <laughs> half of, uh, yeah, partly logistically and partly because we would rather go out and play smaller shows and project ourselves doing our shows, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, that's good. Well, uh, you have a couple of one-off shows right now. Um, what what are you guys going to be doing in between now and the October headline tour? Oh, dude, we're on tour the whole time. We go to Japan. Japan. Oh, so we you guys are doing outside of the States? Oh, yeah. Well, we've got huge tours in the UK, a big one in Europe. We just found out about going on the road with a very, very big band as a support one, which would be the first time we've actually toured with anybody um, in Europe. And um, we're, we're going... Well, we're on tour until like, well into next year. We've, we've booked up every day. I don't have a day off till the 20th of December. So. Nice. Well, dude, keep keep doing what you guys are doing. And uh, the music sounds amazing. Can't wait for the record. So go ahead. Tell the fans out there uh, why they should go ahead and pick up your debut record that's going to be out September 3rd. Oh, I wouldn't like... Art is very subjective, isn't it? So I wouldn't like to command anybody to, to listen to our music. But I think that if you... Growing up as a as a kid, kind of searching for an identity, as we always say, then hopefully you'll be able to kind of relate to the story of the album. So. There you go, yeah. The searching of within oneself to acquire a true understanding of what you want to project is a very relatable thing. So if you believe that, listen to our record because there are elements of that that are suggested in the narrative. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.